What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of All Things Super. I am one of your hosts, Spider, and I am joined by Mr. VIP, Frankie Washington. How are you doing today, sir? I am infinitely, infinitely, infinitely awesome. Thank you for asking Yes, sir. How are Three you? times doing? infinitely. I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. I saw over your shoulder. You got the. You, I don't. Well, I don't want to say nothing because I don't know if you you making the reveal again. Oh, no, no, <laughs> okay. No, it's, it's there. Oh, it was just there. You know, like turn around. There it is. No, just keeping it there for a second. Okay, I got you. I didn't want. I didn't want to spoil the, right. the grand entrance. Uh, 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 you should. You're right. It should be front and center <laughs> so everybody can see. Rub it so it stays active. Take that as you will. <laughs> no, don't take that. No, that sounds very aggressive. <laughs> take that, take that, take that, take that. Rub it so it stays active. Take no. that, take that. No. Stays active. Oh no, that's not a yeah. well. Listen, not a uh, not a jingle we want going over the airwaves. Don't rub it. <laughs> just don't come in contact with it. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. Just just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Unless it's your anniversary, birthday, or Christmas. ABC. If it's one of those, you better be doing one of them. Not Valentine's Day. That's all I'm saying. I'm well, hey, I'm trying to save marriages <laughs> over here, Spider. I'm trying to keep families together. Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, Arbor Day. What happened to, uh, what day is it? March 20th? Is the March steak 20th. and, uh... That's March yeah, 14th. Steak and Oh, yeah, because it's yeah, because it's one month after Valentine's Day. Because the thing was, Valentine's Day for the women, steak and BJ Day is for the men. Hey, let's uh, let's reverse it and say steak and BJ Day it comes earlier in the year. That uh, that'll decide which your Valentine's <laughs> Day is. <will be. laughs> I had a good holiday yours gonna be mad at best i'm just saying what it should be y'all mad at me now i know y'all mad at me now so none of that none of that has anything to do with what we're talking about today today we're going to be talking about john wick chapter four you already know what it is we're gonna hop right into it what's up hey hey if he would have got a bj in a steak all this could have been avoided we don't so, know about all of that, but before we get into hey. talking about John Wick <laughs> Chapter 4, you know what this is, but if you don't know, this is all things super, where every week we take a piece of superpower TV, movie, <laughs> even trailers, we watch them, we review them, we react to them, we break them down, and we ask the question, is it super? Is it? Is it? Was it? Could have been? Could have been. Kinda? We'll see. But if you like that, go ahead. Subscribe to the channel, hit the bell so you can be notified when we have episodes that come out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, just search for All Things Super on any of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. And if you want to join in on the conversation, just tweet at us at ATSuperPod. And we like reading the comments. I've seen some comments that some people left and I was like, I read it. (laughs) (laughs) I I leave the comments because we like reading the comments. Yeah, it's true. But again, John we're Wick jumping four. in full spoilers. Chapter four. Only warning you'll get full spoilers. We're going to dive right into it. Hey, you've been warned. Chapter four. We're picking up where John Wick left off. So I don't want to do something that we rarely do on the show. Mm-hmm. We do it. We have done it. We've done it. We've 
Probably gonna do it again, but I'm gonna do it right now. Okay. Was this movie super? <laughs> oh, starting right off the jump? Right off the goddamn bat. Was it super? Fucking right that movie was super. It's just you you can't what? get better than you cannot get better than John Wick. Because John Wick, and we talk about one of the things that we talk about as far as it comes to franchises in particular. The way that you make a good franchise is you have a great amount of world building. And you take this okay. this this world of these assassins and okay. the rules that they have, the players that take part in it, the system that's set okay. up, how one man right. can make a phone call. If they, you have enough power, you can make a phone one call man. and you hold the like the the fate of this person's life in your hands just off of one phone call. And there's a network of operators that just long distance phone calls across the world. So nowhere that you can go, you are safe because you have everybody looking for you. And we've seen this happen in all of the other three movies. We've seen people get called, get bounties put on them. And every single time is just a little bit different. Every single time they show something a little bit new, they, when I found out when John Wick first came out and I saw that Keanu Reeves was doing all the, the gun kata, the fight choreography, he was doing all of this stuff himself, all of the gun stuff that he could do, nice. the, the, um, basically the stuff that like the insurance companies for the movies will allow him to do. You just, yeah, you, like, you, oh, no. <laughs> you watch all of this stuff. You see hit by a car. Oh no, no, no. I honestly no, think that he was getting some of that stuff on his own too. <laughs> but of course is, you know, stunt rigging wires, all this other kind of stuff, CG for some of it to make it look, you know, more impactful than it actually is. But seeing that he was doing all of that stuff, practically the training that he went through the very first fight scene that we get into where they're at the hotel in Japan and he's fighting what seemed like at least a good 30 minutes, 35 minutes straight. And we get to the point to where he's hitting people and he barely has the energy to get through a punch without falling over. And it's like, he has to prop himself up. He has to sit down and catch a breath. He has to lean up against a wall to, to, try to get some kind of rest in before, you know, somebody starts shooting at them again. And it's like, that's the stuff that you don't see in any other kind of fight scenes and other movies, because there's no practicality to it. Your hero is this impervious being who can't be hurt, who can't be stopped. And they're just like a freight train running through everybody. John Wick gets hurt. John Wick gets shot. They did a, a, a fantastic, and this was shown in the trailer, they've done a fantastic job of even though it's ridiculous but these bulletproof suits that everybody's wearing to where they're using the coat jacket and a sleeve as a shield so they're getting shot at but they're basically shielding themselves you see that the first dude he gets an arrow literally in the arm of his suit but it doesn't penetrate the suit so he's fine he just takes it out but stuff like that we see all of those fight scenes, all of the choreography is just top tier, all the action scenes. This, the, the entire story of John Wick is very light on plot. It's very light on dialogue. I think that Keanu Reeves probably said maybe 30 words throughout the whole entire movie. And most of them were, yeah. 
that's literally it. It's like, this is probably one of the easiest scripts for Keanu Reeves to memorize because yeah. it's not like he has, it it's not like he has dialogue. It's not like he has, you know, any type of long, uh, not dialogue, yeah, any type of long monologues to get through. It's just, you know, just a few words in a sentence, just a couple of sentences at a time. And, you know, he goes about his business because it's not about the dialogue. He lets the story happen around him because this is a world that is after John Wick. This is a world where things are happening to him. So the way that they portray all of that and the characters that we're introduced to and just, again, that world building, all of this stuff, we get a, a, a look at some of the rules of the old ways, the way that they used to operate, the the table in this whole world of assassin, we get to look at all of this stuff and just introducing all of this stuff. And I know we're gonna get into all of the different details and everything, but to answer your question, yes, absolutely, this yeah, movie is super. Okay. Huh. Well, so Mr. VIP Frank in Washington, yeah. Yeah. when it comes to John Wick chapter okay. four, since we hopping right into it. We hopping right into it. We we switched it up on y'all. Y'all not ready. Y'all, we keep y'all on y'all toes. Y'all not ready. This show is unorthodox and unscripted. Yes, it is. But John Wick Chapter Four is a super. Fuck no. Really? What? Okay. Fuck no. And, and I was probably saying fuck too early in the video, so mm-hmm. you might have to beep that out. So fuck I'll no. Talk, I'll talk long <laughs> enough. Uh, <laughs> And let me tell you why. Okay. I personally feel as though John Wick Four fell flat for me, and and it and it kind of fell flat since two. I'll tell you this: mm-hmm. John Wick, when we first established John Wick, right, this story was wrapped in secrecy. It was wrapped in shadows. It was wrapped in there's a world underneath the world within the world, dealing with the world. There was currency that you didn't understand. One coin paid for a room and a gun and a suit, and six coins paid for maps and tuxedos or suits that were bulletproof, and silencers and snipers and rifles. What was going on? We were intrigued by the mystery. Yes or no? we got to agree with me on that one. No, absolutely. Okay. So, going into one, we all know what happened to dear old John. His wife died. She thinks she had cancer mm-hmm. or, you know, some illness. I don't really remember what they said it I was. it was cancer. She just ended up passing away. Yeah, so she ended up passing away. She left John a puppy because she said she wanted him to have something to love. I think she was very well aware of what John does, and she didn't want him to do that anymore. Or... She didn't know, and he got out because, we'll get back to this in a moment, he did an impossible task to be able to get out. In four, we learned that you don't really get out ever. But John had got out. He made a deal with Martino, with Centino, Centino, Martino, uh, that we learned in the second one that he uh, cashed in as a marker, because John had got out. Mm-hmm. But the puppy that was left, uh, the Russian mob boss kid stole his car and killed this puppy. So, of course, John took that personally. So he's like, I'm going to kill this kid. <laughs> Nobody could help this kid. In fact, it wasn't even hard to kill him. He went in the club, pop, pop. 
He was already dead. The movie still was going on because now we got to deal with the father because you're like, I can't just let you kill my son, John, which is crazy because you already knew who John was. And you knew your son was going to die. You knew there was nothing you could do. You couldn't fly him to no country. You couldn't put him in no bunker. John Wick was coming. He was the boogeyman. Well, it wasn't really that. Ava Yaga. What was his name? Vigo. Uh, it wasn't really that Vigo was coming Vigo, after John. Yeah, it Vigo. wasn't really, really that Vigo was coming after John because he killed his son. He, the reason that John went after Vigo is because, and I forget the character he that killed his friend. Yeah, the character that Willem Dafoe played because he hired Willem Dafoe to kill John, so he wouldn't kill his son. Willem Dafoe was like, "Nope, that's my friend. I'm gonna make sure that he doesn't get killed because, of course, it was an open contract on John. So Willem Dafoe was yep. able to help him keep him. How much it was when that started? Because we're going to run this tally. I don't four, remember. I don't remember. Four, four, five. It was a low it was, number. Yeah, it was in the single digit of millions. Two, okay. Two, three million, somewhere between two and five million. Okay. If y'all remember, leave it in the comments. If you remember that first contract, because it, it fluctuated. Yeah. Round two and, two and one, it fluctuated. Then it started getting real numbers. Right. Uh, so that happened in one, two comes in, he loses his house. He has no choice, but to satisfy the marker. He even goes to Winston and talk to Winston about it. Winston's like, what does he want you to do? John's like, I didn't ask cause I'm not in the game anymore. I'm done. And Winston goes on the record saying this. Rules, Jonathan. Mm -hmm. The only thing that separates us from the animals, which they call back again in this, is the rules. Mm -hmm. So he's like, answer the marker. Because if not, you already know what has to happen. We're going to kill you. Or not we, not Winston. The, they're going to send people to kill you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so John has the task of answering the marker. Tino wants him to kill his sister to sit his, at the place at the high table. Okay, now we're on a quest. We got to do this thing. We did it. He puts one in her head because she killed herself. She said, I'm going out on my own terms. Yeah, I was like, well, that's that's honorable, but I'm still going to put one in your head so they can know that it was me. I was I was, I was here. Then he's like, I got to avenge my sister, John. You know, I can't just let this slide. Right. And John's like, you son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. I didn't even want to do this. So now the number goes up, right? Right. Because the heat's coming. So he's scared. And hurry up and kill John Wick because, you know, he's coming from. All problems is suits. Common's there. Shout out, Common. <laughs> Common's there. Getting stabbed <laughs> in the chest of the subway. I'm thinking we were going to see him somewhere later on the line. Apparently, they can't afford Common. Uh, common price don't went up. All right. Yesterday's price, not today's price. So that didn't happen. Uh, John is, is gallivanting to get his revenge. Revenge happens on continental ground. Right. Right. No businesses to be conducted on continental grounds. No businesses to be done on continental ground. Now, I, I, stay with me. I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. Right? I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. That's two. Now we have three. Here's where you, you lost me. Because everything made sense to this point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you really didn't have any choice. You had to fulfill the marker. 
Rules established by the movie. Right. Still with you. But now we go on to the table, at least to one of the seats of the table, mm-hmm. and saying, even Winston gave him the marker at the end of two. You're going to need this. It was very important to document the events that transpired that happened. Go back, watch two. He went to uh, uh, Santino and said, you need to sign this because he did what you asked him to do. The marker has been fulfilled. So now that's done. Now, part three, we go into the head of the table to say, hey, call off this contract on me because I was only fulfilling the marker. <laughs> but when we get to the table, we get this weird, I have to sacrifice my finger nonsense. This is where you lost me. Okay. And and you could be more than happy to help address me the way I need to go, Spider, so I can try to understand four. Now, don't get me wrong, I am a, I am a John Wick Fan. Okay. Oh, I did I'm doing something with my hands. It's moving things. Okay. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> something happened. Anyway. Okay. It was only for you. I don't know what happened. It didn't yeah, show up on it, my it side. It happened on my side. It's one side. Well, don't worry about it. So uh, so now we sacrificed our finger, ring finger. Took the ring off, lost the finger, to sacrifice to say, hey, I'm here to serve. That didn't not Take the contract off. Contract was still on. Well, it wasn't the, the same uh, contract. The table. The table sent the adjudicator. Yes, the contract was the the table was the yeah they, the the adjudicator came to shut down the continental, but the the table said the way to get back in our good graces is to kill Winston. So now John's going back, but John doesn't kill Winston. He's like. We got to, the, t- the table is coming. Mm-hmm. Duplicator is sending the people, and now we have from pistols to shotguns. Don't get me wrong. The transition of weaponry throughout this whole series, A, A plus. Mm-hmm. We had everything that you could possibly imagine <laughs> as far as weapons, right? So now we shotgunning it up to a point that they call it troops. Because it's like, look, you're not about to take us down, which I don't understand because they were clearly in one spot and they had weapons with a point of, it's like the last stand of, 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 of what's, what's the historical, I can't remember. In, uh, uh, in Texas. The big horn? No. You're talking uh, about Custer's uh, last stand? No. Whatever. Close enough. So it's the last stand. Okay. You could keep sending forces in and go run out of ammunition. Go get them at some point. Well, besides that, they call it off, right? Mm-hmm. So they call off the attack. Winston then shoots John off the goddamn roof. This is this is part three. Yeah. So surprising to us, John survives. Don't know how clearly he's a super soldier. <laughs> so with the stuff that he gets hit with throughout these things, like you said, uh, he gets hurt, <clears throat> but he kind of gets up and walks it all. So Lawrence Fishburne is there and he's like, John, are you mad? Do you want to get revenge? Cause he got cut up 
in that same movie. Right. We thought he was dead. Yes, John's pissed off. He wanted to do revenge. Here we go. Open the four. We see John in the desert going back for the table. Individual. He has been replaced with another high-ranking table individual. And that's where we get the the conversation or the deliberation or the dialogue of them kind of like a multi-headed snake. If you chop one off, all they're going to do is put somebody else out in their place. You can never take down the table. There's known or kind of known to be 12 heads. So you'll never be able to get us all. By the time you get to six, the other six will be replaced. Makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're organized. It's an organization. Okay. So John kills the guy anyway. Because he was coming for his ring and his uh, his finger. I don't, can't can't put that back on. That un, that un, that's that's far gone, John. You, you you're you're a nubby now. You're, you can't see it on a podcast, but I'm holding up that missing finger. Just I guess you can put that ring on that nub, but you know, it might fall off. Anyway, the point of what I'm saying is, why are we here? Like, why are we here? And as much as I want there to be dialogue and story, a lot of people say Keanu Reeves thrives at movies that he don't speak in. I don't think that's true. There are some actors like that, though. You know, mm-hmm. he did. He was known to be in a Matrix. I think he said what fifteen words. Some 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 ridiculous small number like that, and Tom Hardy's like that too. Like in Venom, he didn't say too much. In a lot of movies, he don't say too much, and he's well renowned for not being silent. One of those silent guys, not too much dialogue. But Keanu Reeves is a great actor, so whether he says something or not, here's the issues that I'm having, story wise, and we talk about story a lot on here. Story wise, we went back there, we realized that we can't take the table down, so now we're still getting revenge on who, because. We get uh, I, I forget the gentleman that came in with the hourglass. The uh, harbinger. Okay, so the harbinger came in. He's missing a finger. Same mm-hmm. finger John Wick's missing. Yep. Have no relevance in the movie whatsoever. But they emphasize it. They made it a point to emphasize when he slid the little envelope there. You saw his, he's missing a finger too. Why? Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Took me out. Uh, the fact that they were that they killed the concierge for the reason because we didn't want Winston to be a martyr. How how was he gonna be a martyr anyway? Because he had just got reinstated for the partial truce that they had. Okay, we ain't got time for that. So we're going on with the movie. So John's John's coming back. Because his concierge friend has died because they were friends too. And so Winston's telling them, hey, you know you still got this price on your head. So, uh, you know, the, the hotel's been blown up. So John's like, I, I got to kill everybody. I'm going to kill them all. How, how I'm going to do it. 
So everybody's like, how does this end, John? The only way this is going to end would you, you know, getting killed because you can't kill everybody. And John's like, I told you I was going to kill them all. God damn it. Like, Pokemon. <laughs> got to catch them all. Got to kill them all. Spider looking at me like, dude, where are you going? I'm telling you, this, it started to fall apart, Spider. It started to fall apart because now we're trying to take on the table with no clear antagonist in sight, no clear villain in sight. We got Mr. Skarsgård. He's the, he's the, He's, he's the, the he's the clear antagonist. He's the one that's sending well, everybody a, after John. Yeah, but at the same time, the bounty was never taken off. It just kept going up. And now here's the other issue that I'm having. It's a secret society of assassins. Mm -hmm. But nobody can shoot to save their goddamn life. Listen, they never say they were nobody good. Nobody can. Nobody can, sh and no wonder John Wick's a legend because oh, he's the one that can land his shots. Trash, but it's been like that <laughs> since the first movie. You can't fault the fourth movie for being the same as the first. It's always been like that. Listen, I understand what they were trying to go for, and they succeeded. Clearly, since the first one all the way to the fourth one, we wanted to increase the body count. I think the number now was what 140 I don't know. bodies. I don't know all that. It was like 140 bodies that John Wick killed. And I'm gonna say it. It's probably too much. I think it was too much. You sacrifice story for body count. When you went up the stairs to go to the church, then you got kicked all the way down to the bottom of the stairs just to have more guys come onto the First of all, what happened to the guys that was on the stairs at the shop the first time? They just disappeared like a video game. They were just gone. <laughs> it took me out of the movie. Listen, we knew that you had to go to the church. We 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 brokered a deal. We brokered a deal that we we're gonna do pistols at dawn. Nobody knew where you were, John. <laughs> you could have just stayed where you were. So son up. He couldn't. He, he couldn't. He had to get to the. He was. He was basically. Who was coming in the sewers? Nobody was coming in the sewers, but he had to leave the sewers in order to get to the church. Yeah, why you didn't leave that morning? Because then you saw he told he asked King. He said, "Can you get me as close to the church as you can?" So where King dropped him off, that was as close as he could get him. So if he came up, because the sunrise was 6.03, if he came out of the sewers at 6 o'clock, there was no way in hell he was going to make it to the church. Do you see know. how many people, who, even if he, he would have stayed out in the sewers? Yeah, 140 people. <laughs> but he would have stayed out in the sewers as soon as he went to service level. They called it in. They're like, hey, we see John. So that activated everybody. So it took him, even if this he, true. even well, if he couldn't took a taxi cab to the church. Now how you, there's that, no taxis. In so, so, okay. You I already <laughs> said you got the secret world of assassins. You're going to get into secret a car. You're going to get into a car with somebody not knowing who they are. Enough for them yes, to turn around and shoot he you in the head. Already. He did it already. Who's called, who's, who, who's called did he get into? When they first put that hit out on John Wick, when Winston showed how powerful he was, he got in a taxi with his dog. But he had an amount of time before. He had an hour to get his affairs in order before he could, because he sold them. That was the he, longest hour ever. 
That's movie time. But still, you're talking about back then. But you still, they still following the same rules. He had that time because Winston told him, he was like, you got this much time before the bounty goes into effect. So he left his dog with Winston. Well, he left his dog with, with Charon, but he left his dog at the hotel. And so he had that time in order for him to get away. And because even in the... Uh, it was either the second or the third one. When he got hurt, he was able to see the doctor, and the doctor yeah, he started stitching. His doc started stitching him up, but he couldn't finish because his time ran out. So he had the time to go. So this is something different. This is completely different. He as soon as he hit surface level, they called it in radio host, a whole warriors type thing. Uh, they call on the radio. John's on surface, and basically I'm tracking him where he's going. So I'm letting y'all know this is where y'all can go find him. So he wouldn't, there's yeah. no way he would have been able to make it to the church in time if he would have left right when sun was coming up. Well, clearly, uh, Lawrence Fishburne didn't get him close at all. You could have put a hoodie on, glasses okay. on, got in a taxi cab, went to the church. I think it was, you were trying to get body counts and you got them. But at the same time, Man, you, you lack the story in this in this in this final chapter. I wanted you to go out on top. Now, action scenes. Yes, I'm not gonna take anything away from John. The overhead fire shotgun, one of my best favorite scenes of the movie. Yes, I like it. Mm -hmm. The fighting scenes. I think, like you were saying, he seemed tired. I felt like the choreography was off. I was like, it was almost like you was waiting, jockeying for position to get in just to get beat up. The nightclub scenes, listen, I don't been to some rages, right? Mm -hmm. I don't care what you on. I don't care how high you are. If somebody starts shooting in the club, <laughs> I am not about to start keeping. That's the only part that that's the only part that I, took me out. out that's the only part that took I me out. They're literally fighting, shooting next to these people. He shot he, the guy's name was Killer. No silence. Killer is running through the crowd. He shot him in the back of the leg. People like and they just kept <laughs> and just kept on going. Oh they oh they shoot. He flipped, he flipped John Wick over the balcony. They watched this man fall from three stories up, hit the ground. Okay, he all right. And they just keep on dancing. That's my song. That's my shit. It, was like, it oh, wasn't oh, until, I don't even remember what happened at the end, which made the people start running out at the end of it. It, it was the end of the scene and people had to run out. So the club was probably shut down. <laughs> they were just leaving. That just took me out of it. It took me out of it. No, it, it, it was it was movie... it was definitely ridiculous, but I can't say that it took me out because it, it's one of those things. There's there's a difference between we talked about Shazam: Fury of the Gods last week and how we were saying Shazam! that you have these movies where you know it's going to be dumb, you know it's going to be ridiculous. We talked about this when we were reviewing uh, oh, the Fast X trailer, where you just kind of have to turn your brain off oh, and say, "I know this movie is just going to be insane. All of the stuff is going to be super." unrealistic it's not going to make sense and so we can just you know use that and just go along with the flow but when you have movies like shazam where the dialogue doesn't make sense the things that are happening is just it, it doesn't flow and then you you sit there and you question the majority of the movie then you're like okay well yeah this is kind of ridiculous 
outside and I completely understand what you're saying and where you're coming from talking about all the plot. But for me personally, even though there was not much dialogue going along with the movie as terms as plot, it didn't, it still, to me, it made the direction of the movie made sense. The action that the characters were taking all the time, no, it didn't make sense. Why the 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 bystanders didn't leave the club didn't make sense. Why there was the one dude who just did not seem to die no matter how many times he got shot, beat up, attacked by the dog, hit by a car, he kept coming back, didn't make sense. It was literally the point when he came back on the stairs, I audibly, out loud, and it did, I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> it came, yeah. this, he would not go away. But it just... I know it's a John Wick movie. I know there's going to be a body count. I know there's going to be ridiculous action that doesn't make sense. But it for me, it was still an enjoyable ride all the way through. Mm, I can't give you that one. I was with you until you said that one. To me, it was a movie that starred Keanu Reeves. <laughs> as far as the John Wick franchise, come on, man. Now, we're going from guns to swords mm-hmm. to axes to knives. The last the part three was knives. They had a huge knife battle. Uh, this one we had fiery shotgun shells. When they introduced that, I was like, if John Wick gets hit with that, he should be dead. Thank God he didn't get hit with that. Because I was like, if you would have got hit with that, John, and you just held up your suit, I would have been like, let me order one of them suits off of Amazon right, right. now. <laughs> ain't no goddamn way it should have been that way. But I did appreciate that overhead look. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was probably one of the best scenes in there. But story-wise, it just... Uh, I wanted to... I think it was best left when we didn't have answers. And we still don't have answers because... I mean, I feel like we have answers. <laughs> you and I talk about this. Winston... Well, here's the thing. We sat in the movie confused. Well, rest in peace to the actor that played the concierge. Lance Reddick. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable to watch him pass on screen and say the lines that he said, which basically, you know, he was like, it's been an honor to to serve under you, mm-hmm. sir. And I can understand the solitude and the loyalty to the Continental, but I guess because he really died in real life, it took me out of it. It was like, ah, that's uncomfortable. But strong enough to power through, I don't understand why he was there. He shouldn't have been there at all. I mean, uh, even Winston, Winston said that, but you feel as close as they were, this man has been working with Winston. Like Winston said, only, he, I, I struggled to decide what to put on his gravestone. And I ultimately came to friend because that's what he was above all else. He was my friend. And you, even though we don't get a backstory and I think we're going to get a backstory towards the yeah, continental. We, we, we're we going to, that's going to be spinoffs. We got spinoffs. Yeah. There's going to be a, a show uh, about the continental. Um, so we'll be able to see, I guess, Winston becoming the manager of the Continental and Chiron becoming his concierge and seeing their friendship and all this other kind of stuff. But it spoke to, because this is a character that we've seen for the last three movies. We've seen that they worked hand in hand. He was always there for Winston. Winston made sure that he was there for him. And so in, we, we see that their empire has been destroyed. 
And yes. to me, I when, ha- when did they even set the charges? Because he came in, he went the hour. Mm-hmm. You, I would imagine that down. when they came in with the hourglass, that's when they were already in. Because I would imagine that the harbinger didn't come by himself. Because when they went, well, he showed up in the manager's office by himself. When the rest of the the Marquis men, they went to the hotel in Japan, they came in with a whole team. And they had the the dudes with the Oni masks, they had them on standby. In case shit goes sideways, y'all could come run in. So they came in with a whole team. So you would imagine that when they come to decommission the hotel, then they don't come there by itself because they have to do all of this prep work, all of this planning and everything. You need a whole team. So that's, I, and I feel like you really only need, even though the explosives show like it was all the way up the building, you really need to just take out that bottom floor and the whole other rest of it is going to collapse. Yeah, there was just wasting explosives. Yeah. They had to make a spectacle. But uh. just because the Harbinger showed up in the manager's office by himself, then I firmly don't believe that he showed up by himself. But while he was in there, when he came into there and the uh, concierge said, the Harbinger is here to speak with you. Then after Chiron brought him upstairs, the rest of the team went in. They were like, you know what it is. This is like, it's not even a discussion. This building's going down. So do what you got to do. So while they were evacuating we, the hotel. Did we, did we turn the hourglass sideways and transport it back to the, uh, <laughs> to the office? I mean, it was in the it was in the briefcase sideways. Yeah, yeah, what I'm saying. We took it from uh, the concierge off. I mean, from the uh, Continental to uh, to uh, what is this the villain's name? The Marquis. Or do we have two? The Marquis. Do we have two hourglasses? I'm pretty sure you got multiple hourglasses. They're not gonna. They're not because we saw the. Now, as far as coordinating the time to, because no, that's what I'm talking about. Because if you were, if you you were to, if you were to transport it sideways, then that would extend the time because you have no time flowing while it's being transported. Yeah, I'm just saying, things like that. I guess that that, I feel like I feel like that was so. You talk about my standards being all the way up here. You worried about the damn hourglasses? That was so inconsequential. I'm sure he said that you, 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 okay. So you go there, you talk to Winston at eight o'clock. You start that hour. Put your hourglass, synchronize your sand. (laughs) Synchronize your hourglass. That that was, that was so inconsequential. The fact, the the fact that they set it off. And I don't even think that was because it would probably, he, probably the remote itself was in the building where they are with the marquee. So it wasn't even about the hourglass in Winston office. It was about the hourglass in the marquee's office. So it might've been less than an hour. It might've been more than an hour. Shout out to the marquee, one of the best dressed villains thus far. Homie had them Uh, suits. He had suits on, suits on suits. I don't understand why he didn't have bulletproof suits though. Because nobody was shooting at him. Well, clearly they showed the arrogance of him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about some other things in, in, in the show. Donnie Yen's in John Wick 4, sir. Donnie Yen is absolutely amazing in everything that he's in, and that did not stop in John Wick Chapter 4. He is playing the same character that he's playing in Rogue One, <laughs> the Star Wars story. He's blind and... And a badass. He is a badass. One thing I will point out in this, because I was thinking about this, two things I'm going to give you before uh, we, we, we wrap this show up. One, 
John Wick doesn't eat a goddamn thing in this in this whole series. He does not. Everybody else does. Everyone else has a, a table of eating of some sort. The villain was eating duck fat in the first, second one. I don't think the tracker uh, ate anything. The first one. He was drinking. At he the, drank a uh, he drank a beer at the end, but that was it. Well, eating or drinking. Okay. John Wick doesn't eat or drink. Everyone else eats or drink. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think we interrupted the Bowery King while he was snacking on something. Maybe. I could be wrong. Let's go back and check that out. Let me know how wrong I am. I have been wrong before. But I just noticed that. It's like something that registered in my mind. Like, John Wick didn't eat nothing. I don't think he's eating anything. I'm about saying the entirety of this franchise. He hasn't, he hasn't eaten anything. Yeah. No, in the first movie, Even he did eat. He was trying to get water. In the first movie, he did eat because he was eating cereal and he gave the dog a bowl of cereal because he didn't have any dog food yet. Uh, that is true, right? And once he got back so in the killing, he stopped eating. Yeah, once you start He did killing, drink. He did have a drink with Common. Yeah, he, he drunk in the uh, second one, too. He, he had toast to peace. Yeah. So I take back what I said. He he has drank it. <laughs> has he though? Um uh, John Wick, uh Donnie Yen's in this thing, and Johnny Yen, I do like the fact that you know he was reluctant to get started <coughs> with his assignment. I like the oh. fact he was sitting there eating noodles. Gave me a very anime feel. Like he could get involved, but he doesn't really want because to. Because that's not what he was hired to do. Point. It, it, that's the that's the way that I saw is that they the marquee told him clearly he said we give you a name you give us a body and so when they went oh, to Japan oh, we take a body. We, right we take a body and so they gave him the name his responsibility was to kill John Wick so all of this stuff y'all got going on with these people in Japan not my business I'm here to kill John Wick once John you know shows up then I can jump into action, but because oh boy was like, you know, you can help. What are you doing? Do what you know, do your job. And he's like, all right, fine. Because the the table hired me, so I got to do what the table asked me to do. Or else they're gonna kill my daughter. Yes. So and then he jumps into action and he goes the fuck off. Kane <laughs> killed his brother. Well, they weren't really brothers; they were close friends. Did did that death have to happen? Because we had uh you know I'm horrible with names. Uh pledge and loyalty to John. He was staying at the the continental of uh Japan. Uh was, uh what was his name? Goji. Goji was protecting John, yes. right? Because that's what one of the best slides said in the movie, friendship, and I'm probably butchering the line. Friendship is not something of convenience, right? Mm-hmm. You're not just friends when it's convenient, you know. That the way he said it was better, <laughs> and he said it fire. Okay, so he was basically saying, "I'm your friend," right? Mm-hmm. But he was attacking Donnie, and Donnie, you know, clearly had the upper hand. Did Donnie have to kill him? He wouldn't. I don't have, think he did. He he wouldn't have stopped. As it was apparent to where, because it wasn't like you saw the difference in fighting styles of when 
Donnie was taking people out, how he would slash them, how he would shoot them, and all oh, this yeah. other kind of stuff. When you saw when the again, shout out to Donnie and probably <laughs> some of the probably some of the fastest hands that I've seen on anyone, probably outside of boxing, maybe not even that. When yeah. he had when he was in the kitchen and he had to do it up against the counter, he was just like just like punching him in the face. All for that. Is, he is known for it. God, the man is so great. But when he was fighting Goji and he got him and he's, he didn't even like, it wasn't a slash. He wasn't trying to kill him, but it just like, he took the sword and it was just poke. And it's like, he got him. That's all it takes. And then he, he was, he was going to leave it alone. He was like, listen, yeah, like you're beat. You're, you're done. You're, you can't win. It's like, so. He wasn't there to kill Goji. He's like, take care of your dog. Right, take care right. of your daughter we'll and live. But Goji wouldn't stop because of his loyalty to John Wick. In in order for Kane to be able to finish his mission, so he could go back to hit being able to spend time with his daughter, he had to protect his own life. So Goji didn't stop, so he did what he had to do. Was it ne- was it necessary? Should Goji had ha- Goji didn't have to die? No, but Goji was on that mission because he didn't want Kane to kill John Wick. Yeah, well, sometimes you gotta know your strengths. That wasn't it. And so Kane basically, because he told the daughter Akira, he said, "You know, I'll be waiting for you," because he knows that she has vengeance in her heart now, and he knows that she's gonna come after him eventually. He's like, I'll, I'll be waiting for you. Which fast forward us to the post credit scene, mm-hmm. right? Here is uh, coming up on Kane because Kane is he's finally he's daughter, he's finally he free has, of his obligation to the table. True, and now he has flowers in his hands. He's going to actually approach his daughter, and now she's coming with a knife in her hand. Mm-hmm. How does this play out? Because we cut the black, right? <laughs> There's no way that Kane doesn't defend himself. Kane already knows that she's coming. You can see his facial expression change. Not, she is not a swordsman. She could be as badass as she wants, but I don't think that's a situation that she survives. Your thoughts? I don't. See, everybody's like, "Ooh, what's gonna happen?" We already know what's gonna happen. I it's, don't think Kane does not have his cane on him. No, no pun intended. Play words. Um, and I'm pretty sure he will pull that cane out and poke her right in her squishy parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's gonna be bleeding, and nobody's gonna run. <laughs> Everybody gonna stand there and watch her bleed out. And then he gonna go see his daughter, and they gonna walk off with the flowers. He may leave the flowers right there for her to bleed into. No, that's that's not the way that's think, gonna China? happen. No, that's not the way that's gonna happen. If anything, the way that these movies are, are laid out, they'll get into an altercation. They'll have a fight. <clears throat> he may get the upper hand, but for it's not just gonna be a one and done where she's just gonna die immediately in an altercation. If they're trying to build this into a rivalry, then something's gonna happen. They're gonna get broken apart, and they'll come to blows again at a later date. I need it to make sense, man. I need it to make sense. I need Kane's daughter to intervene and find out that she's a badass. That will be interesting. 
That's a twist that you would then that would be Take unfounded. That Take that violin and let it be like a bow and arrow. Just if anything, they should have instead of her approaching him with a knife, they should have had her like posted up on some type of lookout somewhere because we saw that she's very skilled with the bow and arrow. We saw in that opening fight scene when they were fighting the dudes on the roof. You saw she took a bow to that took an arrow to that dude's leg and then John shot him and he was hanging by his kneecap that was stuck in the wall. Shout out for that scene. That was nasty. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know that hurt all your insides. Oh, that hurt. But oh, that, I, oh, I do think that that, that should. Was in the wall. While he was while he was walking through the crowd, <clears throat> I think they should have had her posted up and have her like draw back a bow and then cut the black on that. Because I think that would have been um, because we already introduced that she was very skilled with a bow and arrow. Because when t- when it came time for them to fight, she didn't pull out a gun. She didn't pull out a knife. The first thing she went for was a bow and arrow. She's so, the Hawkeye of the John Wick universe. So I think that would have been a better like a, a, a better ending for that. So you know why they didn't do that, Spider? Because this goddamn movie is not super. That's why. We disagree. We disagree. <laughs> and it happens. It, it does happen on this show. What I'm saying is this. Is John Wick? I'm gonna ask the question that everybody is asking. Pose this question to you, Spider. Mm-hmm. Is John Wick dead? Yes. There's no questions. Right no, no, a buts about it. The the one rule that most movies follow is if you see a body, then that means that that person is dead. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't get to see a burial. We didn't get to see a funeral, but. We saw a situation where we thought Nick Fury was dead. We saw a funeral. Oh no, we didn't. No, we didn't see a funeral. No, we didn't see a funeral. We saw the, saw them at the gravesite. But yeah, that's true. The the comparison I'm making is we we saw Captain America. We saw uh, Black Widow at Nick Fury's gravesite. But then we saw Nick Fury come out. So that was a clear indicator yeah. Nick Fury is not dead. And so most movies, when you see a character die on screen. That is a clear indicator that that character is dead. Until you have some bullshit nonsense like Wonder Woman coming out of nowhere and restarting the magic of the gods and then just resurrecting a character, which I know we didn't even ask the question last time, but he never, he was not able to say Shazam. They didn't say Shazam. Why did he turn back into Shazam instead of just having Billy be resurrected? Hey, wrong video. So- <laughs> <laughs> I know we didn't talk about that last week, but that was a question that I had after we finished recording. But no, John, we could tell that John, even when he said, uh, when he uh, asked Winston, he said, Winston, can you take me home? You could see the tears welling up in Winston's eyes and his voice started to break. He's like, of course, because he knew that John was about to die. And he knew that John well, wanted a, to be brought back to thing. his wife. I agree with you mm-hmm. 100%. And I want to speak on behalf of the people who feel as though that he's not dead. When you go back to John Wick two, one, two, John Wick knows how to shoot. Right. He, he shot the doctor who was the key maker in the matrix. He mm-hmm. shot the doctor in his side. It was not a fatal wound. Right. When Kane and John were shooting each other, you can tell so, where so, they were that shooting. That was so epic. They were not trying to kill each other. Right. Kane shot John in the trap. 
John shot Kane in like the abdominal area. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure no vital organs were hit. No. Then he shot again uh, somewhere else, somewhere else. They were not trying to intentionally kill each other. Right. So much to a point where Winston said, just kill him. Just just kill him. Mm -hmm. Get it over with. Let's let's just do this and go. So they were intentionally not trying to kill each other. They're trying to get you to understand that these guys were really friends. They were really close. You don't really get that in this, but I can do understand you not? where they were trying to go with it. You don't There's think you enough, do? There's not enough backstory for with me for me between John and Kane for me to believe that they and this is what I'm saying, story-wise, they could have gave you flashbacks of John and Kane together. I don't think any to, flashbacks to would need their story. I feel like Kane, Kane was you know. the Kane was the person other than Winston. John talked to Kane the most out of anybody in the movie. They had the scene in the church together. They had the conversation when they're at the car table with Killer. They had the conversation when they were in Japan. They we saw we've seen every fight that they had with each other. We could see that they weren't necessarily trying to kill each other because there were so many different things that they could have done in order for one to kill the other. And just throughout the whole movie, you could see that they weren't trying to really kill each other. John was he basically had the same conversations with Zero. He had the same amount of conversations. No, with he Zero. didn't. He he Zero Zero was like a fanboy. Zero was a fanboy, and they had a conversation when they had their fight. But they didn't have a conversation. They didn't go through all of this when they were talking about sitting in the church together and have a conversation there, have the conversation on the stairs about each other, saving each other's lives, talking about, I owe you one, now you owe me one, all this other kind of stuff. There was that friendship in that conversation. And here's the other thing. And, and I'm, again, I'm speaking on behalf of the people that think that he alive. Mm -hmm. Why would John say you owe me one when, if he knew he was going to die? Because he would have been like, I guess we're even. But he was like, you you owe me one. Know this. So I'm coming back for this. And then he said... Well, you say you owe me one after he sliced them in the hand. Oh, no, he said, we fucking even then. <laughs> when he sliced them in the hand, he was like, we're even. Oh, yeah, right. And right. I can respect that. <laughs> so it's like, why would you say that if you want to die? And here's the other thing. You mm -hmm. asked Winston to bring you home, which makes sense. Some people would say that's back to New York. Some people would say that's bringing them home to the grave. You see John sit down. Well, I mean, either way, Some it's back to say, New York. Okay, well, he said, he said, Helen, and then he fell over. And he hadn't been shot. But again, those were non... He was shot. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. He was shot. But those are non-fatal shots. So... There was loss of blood. It's not to say that he wasn't uh, unconscious or, or could have not passed out. You've just been shot three times. I'm pretty sure you done had the night of your life fighting. You took down, if not 140 kills on the steps alone, the fact that you took down at least 60. Guys, you're tired. You're going to lay it out. You're, you're going to fall asleep. You're tired. You're exhausted. So... There's a possibility that they're saying that John's alive. Not to mention the director and writer of the John Wick franchise 
was slated to do four and five of John Wick. Here's what I'm thinking. The, by the way, I agree with you 100% he's dead. Mm -hmm. I'm just speaking on behalf of the people that feel as though he might be alive. I hear you. I understand. You can leave your comments in the uh, in the comments section on, on why you think John Wick's alive. But here's what I was thinking, Spider. You can agree or disagree with me on this one. I realize what that is. It's a hand. It's a hand thing. I hold my hand up. It does a hand raise in the thing. Okay. Remember the impossible task. This is how we could get John Wick back. Because if they're doing a five, they have to have a reason to bring John Wick back. Mm -hmm. Right? They're not going to just bring him back for a cash grab, even though this movie makes enough money. Of course, you're going to be like, hey, Keanu, we'll give you X amount of dollars. You do I believe it already did. Tell that to the whole team. Um, I don't know what the numbers are. It's still kind of early to tell. But here's what I was thinking. They need to do the impossible mission, right? The show us, because the one thing they hadn't shown us, show us what John Wick had to do to get out the first time. So it obviously will be a flashback movie, which we can bring in. The body count could be 150. It could be 200, right? Because it was an impossible it was an impossible task mm -hmm. to bring back Vigo because clearly he was working for Vigo at the time. So he has to do this mission, right? Here's something I need to go back to because this is early in the career, John Wick. Give me more creative kills with pencils and pens and books. <laughs> He killed a man with a book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> John Wick's killing him with education. <laughs> Pencils and books. You gonna learn something today, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, more, more creative kills like that, and let it be in that time frame where we can see exactly what John did to get out the first time. That's all I'm saying. Because if you bring him back now, it kind of defeats the purpose of everything that he did to get to this point. So I, I went on this rant earlier, and I'm going to finish it up because we, I kind of departed from it. When we, when we had the marker and Winston said, without the rules, we are no better than the animals. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the line, when talking to the head of the table in the desert, Winston had gave John the marker. Right. Which had the blood stab on he should have been able to show this is the marker that bound me to the obligation of doing a favor for Santino, whatever his name was i can't depend on him he asked me to kill his sister who sits at the table you can't punish me for being the one of the greatest assassins in the shitty uh underworld because nobody else can shoot okay mm -hmm. i fulfill my obligation to the table by following your rules. I was done. I, I was out. But I had to do this based on your rules. So somewhere along the line, I felt like that should have been worked out within the table, right? Or something 
because I killed Centino on Continental Grounds, so now I'm excommunicado. But at the same time, I only did this because I had to do that. It, it seemed like the, the 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 issue was more escalated from just pow pow bang shoot him up, pow pow bang shoot him up. But instead of getting that, we got a sacrificial finger, and now we're we're back to just shooting everybody. So my thing was, let's address the elephant that's in the room. Y'all system flaw. Yeah, we knew that from the beginning. Rules, y'all rules are fucked up. Y'all can't get mad at me because I'm good at my job. So now y'all won't kill me because I'm good at my job. So that's crazy. So you said nobody escapes the table, but John had already escaped the table. Well, it's not he that he's, he, 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 didn't, he didn't escape the table because he still had that marker that was open where Santino was able to come in and call him up whenever they needed it, which is the same thing that happened and with Kane. Just, and that's what Kane said. Kane said, that... we don't leave. There's no, there's, we, there is no leaving for people like us. We'll always be pulled but back into it. But at the same time, it. he knows. Because he went right there to the desert and called Halle Berry and said, I have a marker. You owe me. You owe me. Right. And she's like, John, fuck you. I'm out. He's like, you owe me. I helped you with your daughter or your kid or whatever the situation was, and now you owe me. So she had to do her part. Right. So again, you're set on these rules. Then all of a sudden, we get to the point where the rules don't apply. Well, it's not that the it's not that the rules don't apply. It's just that we're only getting because of the way that the movies were structured. We're only getting bits and pieces of it, which is was well. I was talking about this whole world building. We're getting more insight into the world, into their rules as we go into different movies. So we go in the first movie, we see that John used to be an assassin. He did this impossible task. He was able to get out of the game. And so we leave the first movie thinking that he was out of the game. The only reason he went back to kill him is because Vigo's son killed his dog, stole his car. That's the only reason he got back in. And then we go into the second movie. And so now we see that the reason that he was able to at least live somewhat of a life of peace, he wasn't out. It was just that he was taking a leave of absence until he was called back up because Santino had the marker. So we're getting more of these rules. And so we see the same thing with Kane. Kane is able to enjoy his freedom. He can see his daughter from a distance, but as the Marquis said, we give you a name, you give us a body or we take a body. So he's not really out. There is no getting out. And we'd only find that out as through the progression of the story in the movies. Still feel as though there's a fucked up system that need to. No, there, there's absolutely a fucked up system. The system is absolutely fucked up. I mean, because of the thing about just the the adjudicator coming in and basically trying to shut the continental down and take over the continental just because Winston wasn't following the rules because he allowed John Wick to get away and them destroying the continental. Winston said, "I shot him." You told me to kill John Wick. I shot him. He fell off the roof. How was I supposed to know he was still alive? They were like, well, you failed. And this is a this is an example of what happens if you fail the table. So yes, the system let's, is absolutely fault. The table basically makes up the rules as they go along. If no one appeases the table, then the table will exact their vengeance upon that person. Let's just go ahead and let everybody know that Winston is not John Wick's fucking friend. Yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there. He's a, he's Winston. he's John Wick's associate. They use each other for favors, as we saw was very apparent when Winston was going in 
to deliver the declaration of a duel or the proclamation of a duel when Marquis asked him, well, what are the terms? Why was that walk so goddamn long? I, I thought it was funny though. I thought it was funny just that long shot of just watching him walk. That long ass, it I was a long like I was walk. watching Ryan Coogler. God damn, that long walk was long. But no reason. But him basically, you know, the Marquis asking him, well, what are the terms? And so <clears throat> John John's terms was basically he wants out and he wants the um well he didn't say it until they were discussing the the, the rules that everybody's obligations are gonna be wiped away. But Winston added his own Stipulations, stipulations to it. I get reinstated right? as manager. The Continental gets re uh, rebuilt. On your dime. Right. On the table's dime. The table has to pay for it. Marquis agreed to it. And so when the Harbinger was reading that stuff off, John looked at Winston. He was like, really? And Winston was like, look, I had an opportunity, I gotta, so I took it. Gotta get mine, my guy. Right. And even when, the when they John were walking. did not shoot Winston. John could have came back and killed Winston. He did die. But Winston did not hesitate to shoot John and shoot him off. Well, John kind of jumped off the roof. Rightfully so, though, because he would have shot him and killed him. Yeah. They are not friends. No, they are not friends. And I don't think they ever claim to be friends. I don't think that at any point in any of the movies, John has claimed that Winston was his friend. Winston has helped him out. John, I'm pretty sure, has done some things for Winston that, you know, Winston sent him out to do. They had a working partnership. Like you said, there's a few friends that he have and even fewer that he trusts. Fewer that he trusts. Cause I wouldn't trust I wouldn't even trust him to watch my dog. That's why he didn't give the dog the whiskey. He gave it to Charon. Exactly. God damn. So I I don't want to leave this conversation before we talk about uh Mr. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh Mr. Nobody shows up and He's not John Wick's friend as well. No. He comes in strictly for the dollars, right? right? He sees the bounty on John Wick's head. He has the opportunity to kill John Wick several times in the movie, but he was like, not yet. Mm -hmm. Because he knows that the bounty is going to continue to go up. Like you said, he's been following his trend from the first movie. He's been seeing that every time John gets away, the bounty goes up. And he sees this as a potential payday. To get his uh his mansion for him and his dog. Uh, who who trains dogs to bite nuts? I'm just I'm just that's listen. Man said nuts. And he went for the nuts. There were so many nut shots. Nut bites? Just not not just bites, but people getting punched in the nuts. People getting nunchucks to the nuts. A lot of people got hit in the nuts in this movie. That shit was nuts. It and, was uh, nuts. That's the the go-to area to to fight. I'm going to say this, and I know somebody's not going to like what I'm saying. Stop the attack scenes with the dogs. Goddamn. It's just too many. We get it. We got it. The dog, go for the nuts. I feel like they did it too much in the three I feel like they did it too much in four. I don't know if somebody said, oh, that was my favorite part when I seen a dog attacking everybody. I understand. This is for dog lovers. But goddamn, what do we have? Like straight five minutes of dogs attacking nuts. I mean, every attack wasn't to me. I mean, it was just dog attack, dog attack. And 
The dog is not superhuman. We shot the dog in the third movie. You telling me nobody could shoot the dog? He, the dog didn't die. The dog got a bulletproof vest on. I understand. Yeah, he, he survived. But I'm saying, if I am an assassin and this dog is attacking me, you think I'm not going I mean, you're, you can trick the dog. Your main focus yeah, is trying him. to get the dog off of you. You think they was assassin? They walking around with tranquilizer darts? I'm like, oh no, Mister Dog! Don't don't bite me, Mister! I'm going dog. Glizzy, glizzy, glizzy. How about your dog? I'm an assassin. I'll buy you another dog. But I'm gonna get this dog. I'll give me a train your dog. How to sit, stay. Mr. Nobody had his canine. First of all, I feel like you don't love your dog. You put your dog in danger, right? Why you why you why are you sending your dog into these dangerous situations? You're a bad pet owner. You never seen Timmy send Lassie into stuff like that. Lassie was a rescue dog. Lassie came. So Lassie went into danger on his own. <laughs> Lassie jumped into Lassie the saved the day. Lassie saved she the day, but still through. Lassie jumped into a burning building and pulled somebody out of it, but they still going but into Timmy, danger. She did it for Timmy. Uh, <laughs> she ain't doing it for nobody. Well, that sounds like you Timmy put, is an irresponsible dog on getting himself and all kind of bullshit. Timmy fell down the well? Timmy shouldn't have been by the well in the first place. <laughs> Get the water out the well. You got the well. That's what they got the bucket. All I'm saying is this: Mister Nobody has some nice scenes. Uh, the fact that he pulled that bulletproof vest that out, was off pretty his backpack badass. And flipped it over his head. That was a badass scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I don't like the fact that he had a long range shotgun. That just seemed weird to me. I don't like the fact he felt as though he had something to prove to uh, Mr. Skargar, to 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 the to the villain. I would he he would have killed him. Gave him a finger. He would have killed him. I'll pull that knife out, gave him a finger, and left. He would have killed him. Why? Because then he would have been in the service. Him. He would have. Uh, no, I can pull this knife out and say, "I got you. I go kill John." But we're gonna talk about this. But then he wouldn't have got the money that he this. was asking for. If I have to slice my hand open to prove that I'm dedicated to your cause while you walk away blood free, mm-hmm. I don't need to have that conversation with you. Well, then that's your motivation versus his. Hey, hey, I still would have got the job done. And he still didn't end up with getting no money. He ain't got nothing. He went through all that, got his hand cut, got his dog almost shot. Mm-hmm. He almost got killed. If it wasn't a fact that John Wick loved dogs, he would have been dead. Right then and now. <clears throat> All I'm saying is this. You could have had this whole movie without Mr. Nobody, it wouldn't have made a difference. I think John would have been dead a couple times over. He came in and he saved John a couple what times. What do you know? What do you know? The way that because they framed the way they framed it in the movie, John was in a situation where he was about to get shot, missing nobody came in and saved him. Yeah, John was in a situation he was getting hanged too. Feet dangling. Mm-hmm. Oh, took your toes on the floor. He didn't die. Yeah, because talked his way on out of it. he talked his way on. You can't talk your, you can't talk your way out of a bullet. No, you can't, but we done seen John survive 
practically everything. He was true. He was hit, hit with cars. He was about to get suffocated, and what was that? Two, one or two? He was about to get suffocated and put a plastic bag over his head. He broke the chair, broke out, killed all of them. Right at the same time, he got saved then, but. Would he have not gotten out the situation? Uh, uh, we won't know because we, we don't know because that's not the way that the movie framed it. And that's just what I'm saying. I I understand what you're saying because, because it don't the, make sense. Out there but the, the movie and, is framed and, 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 and to the where the movie is framed to where you have to be able to sympathize with this person and understand their motivation for them wanting to get that big payday. It, was it a weak motivation? Absolutely. Because we only get one look at his little notebook to show he had this picture of this mansion and all the different basically like a who wants to be a millionaire he crossing off the numbers to where he get to his his desired amount before he say all right well i'm gonna cash out and this is what i'm gonna be done with it so was it a weak motivation yes but i do understand that this was his reasoning behind letting john live for that point again just turn your brain off well, I, and just I enjoy the ride it. i understand it but again if you took him out of the movie, nothing changes. He, he doesn't have an impact on the movie. He he saved John. He could have been anybody could have saved John. You know, you could have brought back uh, Ruby Rose and saved John, and it would have been dead. a better. You know, no, she said, "I'll see you again." She said, "I'll see you again," in her sign language. I thought she did at the end of that. She's everybody died because nobody came back. But it was like, I'll see you again, John. But see, this is the thing. You sacrifice in story for nothing. If you would have got those two cameos, Common, Ruby Rose, in this movie, it would have took it somewhere because they would have been like, Whoa, they're still alive. They're coming back. And even if they would have well, came back, the and John them coming killed back. them. Who doesn't like that nostalgia? You tying it all in. Well, what would be the purpose of them to come back, like you said, just to get killed? Why would they come back to? Yeah. Why would they? They are they going to come back because because the reason that Common was going after John because Santino's sister he killed the sisters yeah. right. Then he, that's who he was working for. And the same way with Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose was working for Santino, wasn't she? Yes, she was. And so if they still have those allegiances or those alliances to those people... No, 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 no. No, they came back and saved John. Because John is kind of like Toretto in the sense, if he saved you, y'all become friends. Same situation on Lawrence Fishburne, right? Mm He said, John caught me, had a knife to my neck, chose differently, he let me live. That's how they became friends. We got more story with that than we have with anybody else. I don't, I don't have that story with Don, Donnie, Donnie Yen, Kane. If they would have put that in there, you know, me and John worked a job. He saved my life. I had to sacrifice my eyes to the table. We didn't get that. Like the story, kind of ah, it was all over the. But we got killing. We got bodies. Cause that's this what a John Wick way. movie is. You go into John Wick. No, that's, that's what I'm. That's how I started the show, though. Because remember, in the beginning, we had bodies too, but we had story structure. Because you had, had to. Because world. you had to figure out who was John Wick. 
why should we care about John Wick? We're four movies in at this point. We know who John Wick is. We know what John Wick does. So they sprinkle story in there. We get a direction. We don't need we don't need development because he don't have coins. He's excommunicado. He can't give coins to anybody. That's true. But at the same time, I mean the rest of the world is going on. You can see let let, let us see he try to use a coin and he's like, no, dude, you excommunicado and take the coin anyway. I don't, because we still don't understand John how the do that. system works. John wouldn't do that because John knows he knows he's excommunicado. He won't. He wouldn't attempt to try to get over on somebody. The only thing that he does, he goes to somebody. He goes to Goji because Goji. He knows that Goji is his friend. This is somebody that he could trust. And even then, he regrets having gone to Goji because he's responsible for Goji's death. I think they dropped the ball on this. I think they dropped the ball and they played Rondo with it. I mean, uh, Ronaldo with it and kicked that motherfucker around and, uh, and, and did not hit the goal and the buzzer ran out and I feel cheated as a John Wick fan. I feel cheated. That's fair. Tears, tears are falling internally. <laughs> 35 fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. What what what's the what what ninety five percent on critics and audience score? Oh, so it's just me then. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's just me. No, that's still five percent. Five percent don't care for it. My conviction. No, and no, I don't. I, I don't blame you. My... I don't blame you. I when, every time that I because you got a critic that says John Wick has lost his mojo. It said, the aspect of this franchise that made it compulsively watchable for the first two installments have degraded during the last two. This is from James Berardinelli. Yes. Yes. So, you're not alone. We lean lean too much on the dog attacking nuts, okay? We lean too much on this, the body count, Mm -hmm. and we're sacrificing the story for it. The story just wasn't... Take down the system. If that's... Okay, so you can't take down the system, then... You have no other choice but to die because the table can't go down. And the only catharsis that we're going to have is that John gets to be with his wife again. Because if he would have lived, he would have been miserable. Plus, I feel like the debt was cheapened too because at the same time, why go through all of this just to die? Because you're no longer under the obligation of the table, that shit don't make a difference in heaven or hell, wherever they're trying to decide what he was going. Because he he wasn't at the top of the stairs for the church, he wasn't at the bottom of the stairs for the hell. He was in the middle. Okay, he's still dead. So you want me? I I I, I want to care, but it's, I don't know how to feel because at the same time, it's like you went through all this. For the memory of your wife, right? So you can finally be at peace. And then you die. You're at peace. If that's the case, you could have died four hours ago. But his death did mean something. Because you died on your own? Because his death allowed him to free everybody else from their obligations to the table. What? Go into the situation thing. He didn't know that was gonna happen. He didn't go into the situation. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into this trying to get Kane out. Well, no, because he went into the situation trying to 
destroyed a table. And when he finally came to the realization that that was too big of a task, it's not something that he could do when he got it explained to him that you can't kill the table. The table is always going to be there, whether it's this series of personnel that's at the table now, or whether it's the next series, the next generation is going to keep replacing people. So he did what he could. And for everybody who's obligated to the table, if they wanted to get out, they could get out. Nobody's obligated to the table anymore. I don't think people aren't able to get out because, again, the rule was there for the for the duel. Though it was believed to be myth, Winston was right there to say it's not a goddamn myth. This is how people get out. You got a challenge. And, of course, Winston having the insight, of course, because he, he knows the rules, he knew he could get his shit in there, too. Mm-hmm. And he knew John Wick is a badass gunsman. The fact that uh, your boy said he wanted to take the last shot it was crazy because he really was arrogant and yeah. he got shot, which I was I was really thinking how like how was he gonna get shot because he wasn't fighting his own battles, but I did think there was a clever way for him to do that at the end. We we yeah we we got a glimpse of his arrogance when he was calling the tracker when they were fighting in the in the house. The tracker was like, listen. You gonna pay me this money else I'm not gonna kill him. You gotta deal with him yourself because he literally sent the entire city of Paris after John. So John wanted to make it to the steps at sunrise. He was doing everything in his power because he knew he was gonna lose. This is very true. This is very true. Oh, what I wanted to say is we've seen John fake his debt. Well, not fake his debt. In John Wick 1. Uh, the movie starts out with kind of like he in the rain and he slumped over and he dies. Well, apparently he does not die. He wakes up and gets up and then go gets his dog and then leaves. So people were thinking that, you know, he was just doing that. That at some point he was going to get up again and just leave. The reason that I am, um, the reason that I'm firmly sure that John is dead is because with him being out from the obligations of the table, there's nothing else for him to fight Yeah, there's for. no other story. There's no other story off we can go to. There's nothing else for John Wick to do. Right. So there's no reason yeah, for him to no still be alive. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm only speaking on behalf of the people that wants to believe that he's alive. I mean... In the first one, he was shot, he laid there, it was raining, and then he was like, oh, I guess I'm not... I'm not gonna die today. I guess I'm gonna go get up and go on home. <laughs> and he got up, went, got a dog, and left. I mean, it did happen. It did happen. And again, so because we him. we didn't know at that point, he was still under obligation because Santino had the mark on him. We didn't find that out until John Wick too. Yeah, this is not a big revelation that you know, but now he's out, out. Right. But in my opinion, he was out when he said he was out because he was out and he wasn't doing stuff because you know if somebody came and say do this he he didn't say oh because of the obligation and because of the marker i'm gonna have to do it he was talking about and one find somebody else too he's like find somebody else yeah until they they blow up his house house. he still wasn't gonna do it they blew up his house. He still wasn't going. He stayed in the hotel because he was like, 
fuck, I guess I got to stay in the hotel. But the thing about but it is, is that like, if he doesn't do it, then like you said, the rules state that if he doesn't, the, the request has been made to him, he owes this man a debt. If you do not pay that debt when it is asked of you, then he's basically his, he would not live a life in peace. So everything that he ended up having to do so because- what? He could have stayed at the hotel. Yeah, Nobody but, was going to touch him on continental grounds. But Even he, Santino said that. A man could stay there for years and not order the same thing on the menu. Eat that, eat that duck fat till you fat. That's not the life he wanted to live. He wanted to get shot at and shoot, shoot people. He, wanted to, saying, he wanted to live a life with a peace of mind and know that if he walk outside, he's not going to have a sniper scope aimed at his head. Not if his intentions were to die. And he died. In two, he wasn't. He didn't have the intention to die. He wasn't looking to die in make two. It, make it make sense, Spider. That's it's all not making sense. Make it it's following the progressions of the franchise of the movie. He left in chapter one in the first John Wick. He was fine. He was content. His wife had died. He got the puppy. He was fine living his life. Vigo's kid yep. came in and messed with him. He drove him back to the yep. life of killing. He got back into the life of killing. Yep. So Santino was like, oh, I have this bright idea. I want the head of the table. My only, the only person that I could know that would go in and be able to do this thing because you can, he could ask anybody else in that assassin world. Nobody else would double cross the head of the table. But because he had this marker on John Wick, he was able to levy that and say that you owe me this. So you have to do whatever I yes. ask of you. So he knew that either yes. that was going to get done or John Wick was going to die. John Wick was not ready to die. He just got another dog. He was ready to live his life. He didn't want to live a life under the continental. He didn't want to be around that world. He wanted to be on his own, living his own peaceful life. Santino brought him back into that and Santino didn't double cross them. And so that sent him on another path to revenge. At the end of that one, he was so blinded by his rage that he killed Santino on continental grounds, which got him excommunicado. So yes. going through uh, chapter three, he was trying to figure out how to get back into the good graces of the, t of the table so he could live a life of peace. And after all three, he still couldn't get that because people were still coming after him. So in four, the only way that I can be rid of the table is to kill the table. When I find out that I cannot kill the table, then I will do what it is that I have to be able to do in order to get this, basically this target off my chest, get this target off my right. back. And so that's what he right. did. And, and he, did he die? Because he felt like he, there was nothing else for him to do. So he gave up. So he's like, this is, this is, this is it. He, he wasn't, so where was he gonna go? You're, you're a man without a job, you don't have a house, you're no longer a part of this assassin world, you're out, so you think that Winston is just gonna just set you up for free for the rest of your life? Uh, yes. No. Because not what you said, the they're life. not friends. I think he, they are not friends. So he could take them back to the Continental. He could stay at the Continental. He has coins. He's no longer excommunicado. Does he have those so coins though? Because his house there, got blown up. All the rest of his coins was in the house. Yeah, because he, he he buried them. And plus, he already got safe houses that got coins in them. We've seen that when he went to Paris the first time. So he got to rebuild his house. He could have stayed at the Continental Continental until he rebuilt his house, and then go home with his puppy. I don't know. And I just think that days, I just think that he was done, home. and he was just ready to be done with life at that point. No, Keanu Reeves was done. <laughs> <laughs> Think of this shit. I'm I think, now. I think Keanu. I, I, I will say that one thing that Keanu can't do, Keanu can't run. 
Keanu has the the sloppiest gait. When he runs, he he runs from side to side like this. This man can't... His, his 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 walk is weird. <laughs> and I mean, you I guess you would think that as a character of John Wick, he's been through so many injuries, he's been shot so many times. Yeah, everything is busted, broken. How many times he didn't jump out a window, fell out a window, fell off the roof of the Continental? The man, he, he, there's no way he'll be able to walk straight. No, no. But there's, there's, there's no, there's no speed in his running. And one thing that I found funny, one thing that I found funny, um, the Arc de Triomphe, the the big circle in Paris. Where they were the roundabout. Yeah. Paddy yeah. drivers don't give a shit about nobody. <laughs> there Not was there was like at least at one point maybe ten to twelve people just standing in the street. Those cars didn't stop for anyone. It wasn't until they there were too many cars in that was people had just got out of, got hit, just they, that until traffic was blocked to the point to where no other cars could drive. That's the only reason that they stopped. But they were just and not even slow. They, they were just flying through the street, just knocking over everybody. You know what? I honestly believe that. I believe that more than the nightclub scene. I believe they will not stop over there. I believe they'll hit you and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep. I don't have no insurance. I'm gonna keep going." I just thought it was funny. Hey man, I enjoyed it. I, I liked I'm it. Standing with the long, the long five percent, and you know, I, I I've been on that side. I've been on that side. There's been movies that you thought were super that I didn't, and so you know, we won't always agree. But let us know in the comments hey, what you thought. Show is. Exactly. But let us know in the comments what you thought about John Wick Chapter 4. Did you enjoy it? Did you think it was super? Did you think it was not super? Just leave a comment. (laughs) Leave a comment. (laughs) Let us know what you thought. But remember, if you liked the video, hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell so you can be notified when we have new episodes that come out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, just search for All Things Super on any of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. And if you want to join in on the conversation, just tweet at us at ATSuperPod. And we like reading the comments. And we like so reading the comments. comments. And we would definitely love to know what you thought. This is also true. <laughs> oh, man. But hopefully you all enjoy the conversation. Oh, we would love to know your thoughts as well. We will be back with another action-packed episode when we review Dungeons so & Dragons. Just... <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back with another action-packed episode when we come back next week to review Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez. We'll see what's gonna happen with that one. It looks fun, but we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. But thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you in the next episode. But until then, keep being super.